You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text, as this is a recording, and lines are now closed. In the name of Allah, most gracious, ever merciful, good morning, welcome, assalamu alaikum, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all from Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayyum, and as always, joining my brother, my comrade, brother Adil Zafar. Good morning, welcome, assalamu alaikum, peace be on you, brother. Good morning, assalamu alaikum, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Um... Really looking forward to the show. It's been what? Uh, it's weeks. been a bit of a break, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four, four, five weeks. No, actually, no. No, longer. Longer. Because we had the we Justice Solana yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but, but we are here, as always, with uh, uh, a lively show, hopefully. Um, if you want to join us, feel free to do so. Um, if you want to air any opinions, be it on anything, uh, do take into account it is Saturday morning. It's 0208 or join us on our social media platforms at Voice of Islam UK. What are we going to be doing today? We're going to be covering, we're going to be discussing what's happening in the world. We're going to do kind of a, a world review from a news point of view. We're going to see what the newspapers are saying. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, what's happening, not just nationally, but internationally. Um, we are, but, uh, you know, later on, probably half hour, 40 minutes or so, we're going to talk about something which I think nobody talks about because it's become a norm. Um, it's actually a, a, a terrible habit, but we have started calling it, um, we, we refer to it in different names. We call it alternate truths. We call it al- al- you know, alternative facts. We call it uh, being economical with the truth. We call it so many different things. We're going to be talking about why do we lie? I'm sure everybody has heard, thou shall not lie. And if you haven't, I am 100% sure people of my age or maybe a generation younger, they have heard, you know, um, Jack Nicholson in this very famous uh, film when he sits on the court and he says, you can handle the truth. That is the topic of the morning. We would love for you to contribute if you want to, if you have an opinion. Um, why is it that um, I have quoted that? Because it's actually true. We are living in an age where we can't handle the truth, so we lie. That is going to be the topic of the uh, of the morning. Um, and, of course, we're going to be covering some elements of sports, um, and we're going to have a chit-chat on, uh, on just on a you know, social basis, uh, what Brother Arthur has been up to, what Brother Faiz or Imam Faiz, as uh, he will be joining us soon as well. Um, but brother Adil, um, what's it's, it's uh, you know let's not uh, start without and uh, you know let's not start without looking at what's outside the window. It's a nice muggy day. Um, you know we got to we got to keep to British traditions here for crying out loud. We are coming from United Kingdom here. What's yes, the weather no, saying? No, absolutely. The weather is um, yeah, twenty degrees and uh, muggy. It rained yesterday, which made it worse. Yes, and the, the humidity is, is at night time is is unbearable. I know it's it's really strange, and um, I was just uh, as I was saying to you before the before the show, um, I just came back from uh, from the Middle East. And yeah, yeah, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> it's roasting. I don't care. Yesterday, is, you, nice. you know what? Yesterday I did drive time with brother Daniel. What did he start with? Oh, well, I just come back from Turkey. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> and now I come in Saturday, and you go, oh, I just come back from Qatar. Yeah, like, but it's I hate for, you too. Yeah, but it's not for pleasure, is it? It's work. Yeah, yeah, so yeah we're, of course. We're grafting. Oh, we're yeah, earning yeah, a living, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm, yes. But the the but, fact. It is, it is just so hot. But here, I was talking to my wife yesterday and saying, well, you know, summer is almost over. We're now entering September. And are we going to expect more rain? Is that going to happen? But, um, you know, spare a thought for those who went through a very, very hot uh, summer in Europe. 
uh, they would love this, right? They would they would take this in a heartbeat. So um, yes, it's been muggy, it's been humid, um, temperature's been. I would say temperate, right? So they they kept to what twenty two degrees, twenty one, twenty two degrees. It's okay, but yeah, I, I get it. The grass is really green, you know. It's not burnt, charcoal, um, but um, but yeah, I think we should count count our blessings. I know. I've, but I've when done Europe what, was having heat, we were having monsoons. Yeah, we don't had how many bar- barbecues have we had this year? We haven't yet. Yeah, so I've not had. I think I've had one, and that was in April. That's just crazy. That's illegal. Right? So you know. So yeah, I miss my barbecues, but um, but yeah, there we go. So that was the weather. What's happening in the news? Um, you know, if one was to start looking at the news yesterday, you know, it it annoyed me when you know the 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 newspapers all covering this this absolutely crazy crazy news. Ten chances to stop. Let be, and how many more? Which is this is talking about the nurse who killed children. And doctors had warned health managers. Doctors had warned. The word, key word is doctors. They know, they saw the signs. Yet nobody did anything. Yeah, it's uh, my... And, and, and they say what? Mm. Sorry. So, uh, you know, putting the tragedy to one side... You know, the, Personally, my heart goes out to uh, to the parents yes. that have gone through this, you know, extreme tragedy of losing their um, their newborn babies. Um, it's unacceptable, even in in today's day and age of technology and rigor and um, and and for this to happen. And I believe, if you look at it from, if you look at it, for example, there were cases where elderly uh, were. Um, had died in suspicious circumstances. Organs, you remember the yes, that's the, right. Yeah. Uh, the news that was spread about you know organs being taken out of bodies, mm. right, uh, without the consent. Um, and and I agree, it's it's unacceptable in today's day, uh, day and age of technology and information and access and the fact that we should know better. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's now that that the person's been caught. I think what is being done. To so that this doesn't happen again, and we hear this. Hindsight is a great thing. We hear this time and time again. But in reality, you know what is going to happen to make sure that this does not repeat itself in any form whatsoever to anyone. And we look forward to uh, the outcome of the of the reports and the investigation as to what's going to be done to to make sure this doesn't happen again. Well, moving on, the Times, you know, I think said it. Um, a cold, calculating killer. A nurse, um, she's found guilty of seven babies. But the next bit, you know, is chills. 4,000 other babies have been checked over fears that she targeted more. 4,000. It's, it's, you know, um, the Daily Mail, you know, they had 10 chances to stop her. 10 warnings. Why is it in this country... Mm. Every time there's a tragedy, be it police force, be it NHS, be it fire, whenever there is an aftermath investigation, even terrorism, there had been sure 100% signs that this was going to happen, yet nobody did anything. I, I, am, I, am I correct? But is, isn't that what always happens? Oh, there were, um, there were warnings of 
this particular person, this lone wolf, that he was going to be, you know, he was mm. going to do something like this, but nobody yeah. did anything. In this case, this doctors, professionals who know medicine, they know, they see the signs, yeah. they warn 10 times, nobody did anything. Grenfell Tower, hundreds of, of emails were sent, nobody did anything. Mm. Police in, 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 in scenarios where there's racism or, 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 or wrongdoing within police service, so many signs, but nobody did anything. Mm. What is happening to us in our country here? Is this a, do you feel that this is a lack of accountability or um, the fact that it gets lost in translation as it's being passed on from department to department to actually do something about it and then it just gets ignored by one person in the chain? Do you feel that's happening? I feel they don't care anymore. We, we, you know, it's un, maybe it's unfair for me to say that, but I, I feel as though that the decision makers don't care. You know, even when we go back to the police service, the front line isn't the problem. The front line are doing what the decision makers are telling them to do. Here, the decision makers were told. They did nothing. So, but do you believe... Grenfell Tower, decision makers were warned. Hmm. Again and again, they did nothing. But do do we know what the reasonings for for making those decisions of not uh, acting on them? Whether it's Grenfell, whether it's the 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 police, or whether it's in this case the NHS England. We, why we, didn't they? We act blame on it? we blame COVID. We blame um, uh, recession. We blame the war. Taking action has got nothing to do with finances it's got nothing to do with covid it's got nothing to do with the cost of living it's got nothing to do with the energy prices it's got nothing to do with economics taking a decision to stop a wrong it's just pure selfishness plus wrong people in the job i'm sorry to say this but i that's a personal opinion but you know in, in today's day and age, in fact, we were having this discussion yesterday. I was actually having this discussion with my son yesterday that, you know, in, in the olden days, experience counted. It wasn't about, oh, what piece of paper you have. Of course, piece of paper does matter. But they looked at what you had done in life. They looked at what kind of decisions you made in life. When people talked of organizational and functioning skills, they didn't say, oh, you know, look up. Uh, what organizational and functional skills mean define it give us an example of what you have done in your life interviews weren't based on on AI generated answers and cues questions and answers it was real examples today it's like well they think you fit some job in a, on a paper and then you'll get it without any experience it's like the problem in our country is we have members of parliament who have never worked in their life and yet they become members of parliament. I don't understand that. How is it that we get to a point where the people who govern us know zero about the real life? And if that's what's happening at the top, then of course that attitude, that working method is going to filter down. Mm. Again, personal opinion. I'm not saying it's correct, but that's how I see it. And, and, and I think what we're doing here is that people, and I think the people who are the end users of service providers, the end users suffer. Mm. 
Mm. And I think um, just following on from my from your point about experience, I think humanity, the sense of humanity between people, the sense of connection between people matters, and um, I don't think blaming COVID is uh, is right. Um, in any walk of life, in any in any work that you do, you always interact with people, and perhaps you can see it one way that because of the advance of not of advancement of technology you become that more disconnected from, with people um so i'll give you my example the reason why i was in middle east was because there were some projects going on and, and we had run the project um remotely mm. but there were a number of people from from certain countries who had already were, were present so i was asked this question by um the the head of digital transformation he goes why are you here and i said it's one thing to sit on a call and talk to you but it's another to look at you talk to you gauge your interaction gauge your your emotions for me to sense which way is your vision for the future and and similarly in other walks of life that should happen when you interact with your customers you need to know what they're sensing and i feel the same should be applied to all walks of life all departments all uh, all jobs now whether it's to do with the nhs the same thing applies. Um, yes, you're a department. You're supposed to be processing, and you're doing an investigation. You need to physically feel this. You need to, feel, and I hope that the investigators are going and talking to the parents, and you know, carrying out this this investigation, not just a paper pushing exercise, but also to understand how they can fix the process itself, because that's exactly what happened. Doctors must have uh, written a complaint. It filtered through up. But where did it fall? Delays. Was there a Delays. face-to-face conversation? Yeah. Did anything happen physically that said, you know, have you done anything about this? Uh, and I feel that is what sometimes is lacking. The second you said that, you know what it reminded me of? The Friday sermon His Holiness gave. Just to, from a principal point of view, His Holiness was talking about office bearers who know what they're doing, office bearers responding to the end user instead of pushing people away from the system, bring them towards you. Responsibility, accountability, you said Mm. it. No point giving somebody a responsibility, but then not to tell them, well, hold on, you're going to be accountable for what you're responsible. There will be, you you will have to um, answer for what you have done. So, you know, it's not, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And, 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 and I think, you know, my fear is that we are so focused on change of government, which will happen. It's inevitable. I think, you know, that, that at next election, um, I don't think it will be as, uh, um, I don't think it will be uh, as big of a, you know, victory for Labour or predicted victory um, personally. Um, I, I, I would prefer a coalition. I would prefer a hung parliament. But that's a personal opinion um, because I think then everybody gets uh, a chance. Um, I'm a firm believer in proportional representation. I think everybody gets a chance. In Europe, we've seen in Germany, especially, we've seen how successful it is. It works. They do public-private partnerships. They do. They look at all aspects. All Everybody who's voted, um, you know, gets a look in. Um, it's, it's more holistic. But my my fear is that um, that uh, these 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 decisions, politicians are so focused on 
getting in that they are making promises that they can't deliver or they won't be able to deliver, which will kind of, in fact, give us a segue into what we're going to be talking about, which is the main topic of our conversation, which is going to be, why do we lie? Um, something we will discuss later on, uh, because the political arena is marred by this, but, but, but by this practice that we're going to be talking about. But moving on, I mean, around the world, we talked. We were talking about heat, but in Canada, I mean, it hasn't stopped. Wildfires have scorched homes in Canada as evacuations, more evacuations have grown. Fifteen thousand households have been told to evacuate in British Columbia, um, and the province has been declared. Um, uh, there has been declared a province-wide emergencies. I mean, this has been going on for for for, for weeks on months. Um, uh, in the past, uh, you know, this is these wildfires have, have raised over the past forty-eight hours, um, and the northern northwestern provinces are battling um, wildfires which um, which haven't been seen, you know, historically for decades, if if not longer, um, and they are having problems, massive problems. Yes, and and I remember having um, after or during the COP twenty-seven in Egypt, we did a program on climate change. And we had um, one of my colleagues, Mahir Gore, uh, attend, and he was talking about, uh, attend the show, and he, he was talking about seven signs um, of, of climate change, seven triggers, and how um, you'll be able to see it for yourself as to what those, because in the past we all talked about it, but you know we never really felt it. But I think the last two years has really brought this uh, to our attention more sharply than ever, ever before, even at, at our own doorstep. Um, never seen weather like this before, and you know, we we you know, the climate deniers, you know, climate change deniers, you know, it cannot uh, ca- cannot stand on its own for two feet. And I'd love to go and talk back to them as well to see. Well, you know, you were talking about um, we're not going through any change. This is happens. This is cyclical. Look at the past. But hey, yeah, this is unprecedented change that you're you're seeing today, um, it, and it will continue to affect us. So the the things that have happened um, in Canada, I think, is just the the tip of the iceberg. The things that are happening in Europe are going to continue, and um, in your own behaviour, your own household, we're never used to think about having air conditioning. Mm. Every literally every household now almost has, has that can afford it has air conditioning in one room or another, and um, we never used to think about that before. Carpets are. You know things that are not even considered anymore. I've not had a carpet in my house for for many many years. Originally, it used to be for health reasons. Now, I count my blessings because it's it's so much. Well, cooler. even now, health reasons are just you know, carpets are just. I can see. I, I mean, I agree with you. It was you know there was a trend. There was a certain era where carpets was the thing to have, and people used to think, well, especially in the winter months, carpets do help. But yeah. we've moved on. You know, tiled flooring. You know, so many different types of floorings mm. available now. Under heating and things um, like that. Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, you know, talking about the climate, I, I believe we're going to go through a transition uh, ourselves in the UK, where we're going to be moving from what was it called? You know this better than me, Yumbai. Um, from gas, from gas-fired um, heating system to something called that the Americans use. I can't remember what the name is now. I know what you're talking about. I've forgotten the name, uh, but, but it's uh, which is far more expensive to it is to install to install in Europe. They're doing it more economical. They're doing it in in in, uh, in Europe. It's in because um, fr- uh, clients of mine who live in Italy, they say Italian government is 
is funding is part funding mm-hmm. to to um, to allow people to install these systems and they cost about ten thousand pounds ten to fifteen thousand pounds but the government is is chipping in to say look um, for the long term um, it's beneficial but um, but they're they're huge systems which have to be planted outside um, outside of your property um, mm. whereas central heating systems normally uh, take up less space within your lofts or, or cellars or um, or your boiler rooms. Correct. Um, moving across to the other part of the world, Pakistan. And I'm sorry to say, yet again, I call this an atrocity. I call this, this is, we've spoken about this before, 100 arrested after churches have been burnt because supposedly, supposedly, um, two Christian men had torn pages from the copy of the Holy Quran. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, let's say they did. Why are you burning down churches for crying out loud? Mm. My apologies. I, I sincerely apologize. And my condolences to, to, the Christian, to, to, the, to the Christian community in Pakistan that they are suffering the same. They are suffering the same what the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is suffering. Where... You know, in 2023 alone, they, they, they've they've martyred, I think, 21 mosques, the, the minarets mm. and domes of, of Ahmadiyya Muslim community mosques or worship centers, as they call them. It's absolutely bizarre that the level of ignorance that you are burning down buildings. Where in Islam does it say that you can burn down buildings? Yeah, Kumbay, I think you're looking at it uh, from from one perspective, which mm-hmm. is um, there was an alleged incident mm. followed by somebody making an announcement, followed by these uh, so-called religious mullahs turning up in droves to burn down these buildings. Um, but you do realize that there is elections about to happen. Right, you're right, hundred percent. Everything has a. It's political. It's, it's so political, it, it, and it really, it did really upset me. Firstly, you know, I want to say that my heart goes out to um, the, our, our Christian our brothers and sisters in Pakistan and worldwide for this to happen um, uh, at our doorstep, and effectively in this day and age, that we still see these things taking place when we call ourselves, you know, the the forward thinking nation. Um, uh, secondly, um, what really upset me was that how many news bulletins did you see when the minarets were being um, mm. pulled down uh, of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community in Pakistan? I'd love to know that. The fact is that Pakistan, unfortunately, is worried of the backlash that they're going to get from the West um, because of this action, and they are just, you know, you know, bulletins are being run. Forgive me, you know. but don't they deserve that? <laughs> um, the backlash? No, no, let's put the backlash to it. It's hypocrisy, right? It's ultimate hypocrisy that the, all of a sudden Pakistan is now saying, hey, we are, we are the ones that... Um, uh, I was actually w- watching a, a, new, a news uh, uh, bulletin from, from from PTV, and they were saying that the, the news, the the person who the anchor started by PTV, saying PTV that's Pakistan television. television. Okay. He started off by saying Pakistan is the is the only country that provides. I'm paraphrasing here that defends the 
um, 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 the respect of Islam in other countries. Okay. And I was just cringing. And then the the whole point of it was, you know, varying towards the Christian community. Oh, look what's happening in Pakistan, right? But this just, we talk about lies. Mm. That's a bare lie right of in front of you, of wrapped up. Right, so it, what, what people might not might people might not realize the Pakistan flag is uh, one part of it is white and major and then most of it is green. The green represents the the Muslim population, but the white part of the flag um, represents uh, minorities, minorities, people yeah. of other religions. Yes. If your national flag is showing you, telling you. And it's the same piece of cloth, meaning what you wear, they wear, what you eat, they eat, yeah. how you get treated, they get treated. That's your country's flag. That's right. So how dare you? You are desecrating your own flag if you want to put it from a nationalistic perspective mm. by burning down churches. But in the Islamic point of view, in the time of the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, people were blasphemous. People were speaking against. They spoke against the Holy Prophet in front of him and he did not say punish them this notion of blasphemy and you've made it law yeah how he's an islamic that's right and not only that they waged war against him they waged battles against exactly. him exactly and he never took it personally no right so um it, there's a huge lesson for us uh and i hope that um you know when when this comes to bear there are certain decisions being made in Pakistan that is going to truly protect the minorities in that country. And, and at the same time, we have to be fair, call a spade a spade, how it is. And, you know, I'm waiting for the day when um, the people are going to raise their voices. They're going to say enough is enough. The name of Pakistan has been tarnished enough. What do we do to save it? Right. And I think um, I wait for that day when... You know, people can freely preach uh, and practice their own faith, whether you're Christian, whether you're a Sikh, whether you're a, uh, an Ahmadi Muslim. I, I wait for that day because I believe that was, uh, you know, Pakistan was created um, um, based on giving the rights to all of its uh, citizens, not just for a handful. Um so the other thing I wanted to um, to to talk about, and which I'm not sure, um, uh, in fact, no, we should be talking about it, is um, the World Cup. So what World Cup? Is there a World Cup going on? <laughs> I, I was hoping I am that not you. Even I was respond I, to that. I was hoping. I was hoping you would bring this at the end of. The I'm show. sure you're going to have callers. We, we will. Call let, let's let's, let's, say, let's leave this. Let's leave this. But the no, last 20 no. But minutes. just very briefly, we will talk the, about it. At the this, end. Is, this is but, main news. But headline is, news. Yes, great. Not sporting news. You, you do not want our Lejna calling and s telling you off. So just be prepared. Lejna are the women auxiliary organization uh, in the United Kingdom. Um, uh, sorry, worldwide, um, and um, uh, our, our sisters, I'm sure, are, are listening, and I would love to have them call us as well. Um, uh, Kyumbai, the number is—it's not in front of me. Kyumbai, what's oh, the number? Eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. Please do call in, uh, my sisters. Uh, I would love to 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 hear from you as to what you think about the um, the World Cup, and uh, let's shine some light. And make this the main news at the end of the show, please. Well, I'd is, love that. Is there is there <laughs> is there a World Cup going on? What which what something about the cup? 
Yes, oh, there is. Is yes. it done a much better job than the men? Okay, so so just put that into. Perspective. It is a cop. So, but put that into perspective, please. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. As far as um, other news is concerned, we're talking about. Um, uh, okay, there's there's one thing I think we need, we do need to. Um, you know what? I knew you were going to do this. I was on my it's way. I promise yeah. you, on my way here, I was thinking. Others going to go on about the lionesses, like you know, it's 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 a it's a football game, man. That's exactly, it, exactly. Know. Let's let's be let's be excited, not ex- be excited so much. Excited about Harry Kane joining um, uh, another so-called team in, uh, and and you know scoring the goal and what have you. So, but hey, what I wanted to draw people's attention towards is AI. You know, we only talked about this six months ago, and look what's happened. Yep. And um, hopefully, in the next couple of shows, um, we will bring in some guests to talk about how how we need to be so super careful about artificial intelligence and how we use that in our day to day lives and into in our businesses as well. It is happening; it's taking place. Businesses are super serious about this. Almost fifty percent of the C suite, the CEOs and CFOs, want this embedded into their future roadmap of how they can uh, exploit um, uh, artificial intelligence in helping their businesses grow. So so this is going to be an important topic uh, over the next um, next few months. We'll, we'll definitely be talking about it. You know, this is not in the news, but we, 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 we talk about the news, but we tend to miss out what's happening on social media. And somebody sent me uh, a social media, you know, what do they call it? The clips or whatever. The, this the memes? Or what 15, 20 second... Okay. Whatever they are, okay. shorts, they call them YouTube shorts. Shorts, yeah. And I found it really interesting that this, this, this guy sends it to me and it talks about 10 most dangerous countries in the world. And I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I wonder how they've compiled these results. But then I thought, let me, let me just have a look. And it's, uh, it started with Somalia, Sudan, Libya. And then I went, okay, there's a pattern here. The top 10 countries were North African or African. Dangerous. Mm. And then I said, okay, it, it kind of annoyed me. It bugged me a little bit. So I went on statistically. Statistically, you're more likely to get killed in America. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but in UK, in Mexico, in South Africa, yes. But the the... the there's this narrative that's being built on social media because now African, African leaders are standing up to the West. There is this new energy within Africa, within African leaders, that enough is enough. Mm. We have the best minerals. We have the raw materials. We have the resources. Yet we are the poor ones? No more. They are saying, no longer are we going to be invited to United Nations and then been given a, a separate uh, time for a convention of African leaders and, and, and then, you know, give us one minute each and where everybody claps us. No, we want equal footing in the World Bank, in the IMF, in United Nations, because truthfully speaking, the world needs Africa. And the African leaders are now not... Look, 
of course there's problems but these african leaders now are talking for africa they're talking about can you imagine a unified africa can you imagine that yeah. i remember again there was this social media um this this meme or whatever you call it where the the german ambassador was was speaking to i can't remember which which i think it was sierra leone um, and 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 he said to the german ambassador he goes when your people come to africa they don't need a visa they don't need to come and travel here by boat yet when we want to come to germany we get denied visas we have to come to you and and the treatment that is given to africans when they come to europe is vile no longer no more why should we entertain this idea that you know that when africans want to come to europe or go to anywhere else they have to go through this rigorous um, biased visa process where majority of them are turned down yet when europeans want to come to africa they don't need a visa or they think they have they have it's their god given right that they should be they should be allowed entry into africa and what's been the um i don't know who created this and obviously it must have been back of a of a survey for example but what's been the response behind this well the response from the west is of course they're scaring the hell out of people look sudan was perfectly fine there was no war in sudan the second the sudanese made a deal with the russians about the port suddenly there is this faction within the sudanese army that are getting money from where proxy wars america came in there's a proxy war suddenly in sudan khartoum's on fire and russia and and the old boys the the old the, the old uh, uh, you know um, um the old tale of america against russia is still happening but it's happening at the cost of the russians now the west is screaming about oh the chinese are all over uh, africa well the chinese have taken advantage of trading loopholes to go into africa negotiate with africans and create trade there were loopholes that were available why didn't the west take advantage of those loopholes but because china did suddenly china oh you're allowing china to do this and that they took advantage of loopholes that were created by international markets they didn't do anything you know um through any back doors or under the table because africa is starting to unite because african leaders are starting to speak up look at what happened with kamala harris mm. kamala harris went to africa and she talked about lgbtq because in africa most nations have said we will not allow our cultures our traditions our religion to 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 um to go down a certain route yes and then the sierra leone opposition leader got up and he says well hold on the vice president of united states is coming to africa and teaching us about democracy the country which has destroyed more democracy a country which has assassinated more african presidents uh, uh, and and been part and parcel of more coups than any and then then hot dinners they've had yet they are coming and teaching us about democracy what right do they have and that this is where the west are shooting themselves in the foot they still have the imperialistic 
colonized mindset. They think that's going to work in Africa. What's, what's the Russians doing? What did Russia do? They invited all the African leaders, gave them an equal foothold, gave them respect. What did the Chinese do? Chinese said, we will come, we will help you build your infrastructure. And of course, they made deals which are beneficial to China, but they were also beneficial to, to Africa. The, 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 the pendulum is swinging the other way. And the West, I, I feel, and when I say the West, I'm talking about we, us. We're on the wrong side of the pendulum. And we, and, and we seem to think that we can still control these nations who used to be poor, who used to be, um, who didn't have the, the, the intelligence to get together and, 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 to, and to solve their differences and unify. And now that is happening. Mm-hmm. Instead of encouraging that, instead of applauding that, instead of saying, well, we can help you and unify more, we're looking to divide them even further. And to see that we can cause chaos. So it annoys me when I see social media portraying these nations as dangerous countries in the world. You know, more rapes happen in America in one minute. In America, shootings, keep it, people are killed out of choice for crying out loud. You know, domestic terrorism is nobody talks about in America. In Europe as well, United Kingdom. Knife crime has been on, is being crazy. So we need to we need to wake up to some realities. Again, it'll go back to the topic we're going to, we're going to jump into in a few minutes of of you know lying. We are lying to the people. We're not telling them the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We are cherry picking bits which suit our narrative. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go on to our topic of the morning, which is "Thou shalt not lie." Why? Is it that we lie? Do stay tuned. If you're interested in giving us a call or sharing in t- sharing your opinion, we would love to hear from you. 0208-687-7878 uh, or join us on our social media platforms at Voice of Islam UK. We'll be right back after some brief messages. of Islam Radio. Persecuted for your beliefs, jailed for your faith, and exiled from your homeland, but you refuse to turn to bitterness or vengeance. Instead, His Holiness has emerged as a leader of wisdom and compassion, a champion of nonviolence among nations. No society can truly succeed unless it guarantees the rights of all of its peoples. 
including religious minorities. Whether they're Ahmadiyya, Muslims in Pakistan, or Baha'i in Iran, or Coptic Christians in Egypt. I would like very much to confirm my support for the work that His Holiness and the Ahmadi Muslim community are doing, particularly in London. Even I didn't know when I was elected, then my name even will be proposed. The election is the same as the Pope is elected, but without smoke. I know you are a regular uh, visitor and speaker to parliaments and assemblies around the world, whether it's the US Congress or the, or the European Parliament. Let it be clear that I am not speaking in support or favor of any particular individual country. What I wish to say is that all forms of cruelty, wherever they exist, must be eradicated and stopped, regardless of whether they are perpetrated by the people of Palestine, the people of Israel, or the people of any other country. In this we are allied with His Holiness, a courageous champion of religious freedom and of peace. I'm very glad that the movement like yours will do something to correct this image. Islam means peace. I should thank Your Holiness for your highly enlightened sermon, not only uh, for the Ahmadis, but I would say for all mankind. Love for all and hatred for none. And this message not only for Muslims, but for everybody. You are a man, though of humble beginnings, your leadership has made you a figure of global prominence. And you have become a guide for millions of Muslims worldwide. Listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayyum, and joining me today, as always, my partner in crime, Brother Adil Zafar. Topic of the morning: Thou shall not lie, Brother Adil. Uh, you why? Look, you look really smart today. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Alternate truths. <laughs> self-protection now, now you're being economical with the lies what did you say you're self, looking self-protection what did you say you're, you're looking, looking very smart today pretty smart sure. you see what you meant is very yeah. that's what you <laughs> fear of consequence <laughs> fear of consequence step outside young man <laughs> okay sorry step outside old man 
Yes, of course. I did lie earlier. But taking it seriously, over the past, what, 40 minutes or so, we've spoken about so many different aspects mm-hmm. of news around the world. And every time we have spoken about any news, what's, what's been the common factor in every single news that we have covered? There has been an element of lie somewhere within these different spheres of mm. industries that we have spoken about, be it politics, be it work, be it even religion. Lying is forever present. Or what we can call the um, the hidden truth. Yep. Right? In all of those, you're absolutely correct. Were we not, you know, kind of everyone grew up on this this, this notion of the, the, the boy who cried wolf? Mm-hmm. You don't hear it anymore, do you? You know, the, 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 the kid at the top of the hill cried, oh, wolf, wolf, to the yeah. villagers, and everybody came to help him and then said, oh, no, no, I was just joking. Second time around, he came and said, oh, wolf, 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 so going to come and eat me, come and help me. They came, and the third time, nobody came. He was lying. But that time, he was telling the truth. But people had said, no, you know, once a lie, twice a lie. Third time, no, he's lying again. Nobody came to help him. And he was eaten by the wolf. That's just a story children get told in primary school. Why? Thou shall not lie. Do not lie, otherwise you will have consequences. If you have not heard that story in your primary school, for me, that's when times changed. Because that's how children were taught basic, simple moral and ethical values do not lie if you haven't heard that story or if you haven't told that story to your child give me a call 0208-687-7878 because I would love to know from a learning point of view what replaced that story because something must have replaced it and the other thing is um if you, if you, it's become a debate. Yes. Right. Uh, there's no uh, black and white, uh, so to speak, but when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, telling the truth. Right. There's always being economical with the truth yep. or holding back. Um, but uh, again, we need to understand how has that crept into our day-to-day discussions. Right. Is it altruistic for me to say, like you said, it's a debate? Should it be a debate? Isn't it black and white? Well, you see, now that uh, uh, it's it's a very good question, but then if you start to uh, look at uh, influences or Mm. factors affecting me telling a white lie, Mm. you know, uh, I want to justify myself. Yeah. Right? So, for example, could it be for self-protection? Could it be for, you know, fear of consequence? What if I have seen something and, oh, I, you know... Uh, it could be that my position could be um, at risk in in business, for example. Um, should I be telling my customer, hey, you know, by the way, don't buy such and such equipment. It's, you know, my boss is putting pressure on me that, no, no, you got to reach your quota. You know, those kind of things cre- creep in and it becomes a complex argument. And I, re- I recall, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, an incident during the time of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, was that one of the one of the key things was during trade, never um, 
have a lighter weight when you're trying to sell goods and services. You know, that was some, one of the fundamental things. And the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, went down to that level to talk about make sure that your weight is actually the right weight. And also, if there is a default, or, or sorry, if there's a fault in your product, you must call it out in the beginning. And this was discussed, you know, 14, 1500 years ago. Um, the question is, why are we debating this? Why are we saying that it's complex? And why are we saying that we need to understand the cultural and the social and the psychological factors in affecting your decision to um, tell a lie? Um, is it because of social acceptance or is it because of maintaining relationships or is it about self-promotion? Let's not even go there where we're trying to, in social media, this is pretty rife today, right? Um you know, is it right for people to do that? Um, getting an advantage in business, for example, is it right for people to do that? To call it out in terms of, you know, this is my, I'm justifying myself. Okay. Um, what about avoiding conflict? Right? You're in a meeting. I'm sure you've been in meetings before where <laughs> you know the other person is talking complete trash. Mm -hmm. But then why don't you get up and call it out, right? Um, you know, the complexity in the conversation comes in. Uh, we talk about limiting the, um, you know, how much you you say to a person, right? Um, in terms of, you know, being, you said it being economical with the truth. You know, that, those are the things that are coming in. It's a lie, but we're saying, oh, we're being economical with the truth or it's the hidden truth. Um also, another thing to consider is, is it because of lack of accountability, right? You, you, you're telling a lie because, hey, I'm not going to be accountable for it. So I'll just, I'll just say it. Um, the other thing to, to consider, is it because of privacy and personal boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the classic case is of, 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 um, of this nurse. And because of certain things that have happened, um, doctors were screaming and shouting about this. It felt like there was lack of accountability. It was f it was felt that you're going beyond your own um, boundaries of responsibility. So thereby, you know, something that is truthful becomes an untruth as you go through the process. And then you're you're all up in arms six months, eight months, uh, a year later, two years later, saying, well. You know, a hindsight is a is a wonderful thing when you find out. But you know what? You should have, you should have uh, listened when you were told a truth. But it it turned out that um, you know there were um, you know there there were people that were thinking, well, you know, you must be lying. What are you talking about? No, no, this is not happening. So where do you again draw that line? Where do you draw that line of um, uh, you know a white lie, a hidden truth, uh, or? Um, or, um, or you know, being economical with the truth. So I think it's that's where the complexity comes in. But when you look at it from a completely black and white perspective, that's a lie, that's the truth, and never the twain should meet. Right. So that's where I'm coming. That's where my perspective is on, you know. Is there a complexity? See, I've listened to everything you've said, and I'm not going to disagree with anything you say. However, however. You know, when I was looking this up, self-deception can fool us into believing our own lies and even make us more convincing. That's what we've done for the past yeah, 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. 
we're fooling ourselves, are we not? We've started to believe the narrative that the society has and business and work and politics yeah. have thrown over yeah. the past decade or so. And we justify it. Yet, after 20 minutes of what we've just spoken about, you finished it with the truth of it. Lie is a lie. Yeah. And that's the plain truth. And we don't really realize the severity of what we're doing. But we are coming up to the hour. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to the news. And then we're going to talk to our brother, Imam Faiz, who's going to elaborate. Um, he's going to look at it, not just from a religious point of view, but we're going to have a discussion as to why, why um, firstly, people lie. And secondly, um, what are the ramifications of lies? So do stay tuned. Um, if you want to give us a call, it's 0208-687-7878 or join us on our social media platforms. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and join us after some messages and the 11 o'clock news. You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text as this is a recording and lines are now closed. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayum, and Brother Adil. Brother Adil and Brother Adil. Brother Adil, take a seat, brother. <laughs> brother Adil, take a seat, man. And Brother Adil, yes. And we, of course, joining us for this hour is Imam Faiz Nasser. Um, Imam Faiz, uh, welcome. Good afternoon. Uh, good morning. Assalamualaikum. Peace be on you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you and for wonderful, thank wonderful you for joining us. Um, I'm glad you're here because um, the topic that we're discussing, why lie? Me and Brother Adil, we've spoken about it, and we, within 20 minutes, have demonstrated the fact that it's so natural to make a simple thing complicated. complicated. Mm. As humans, we started to talk about why lie, yet we started to justify giving different names, start using oh well in business if this happens that will happen mm -hmm, or, if in, mm -hmm. in, or if the parent does this or, or the teacher yeah they were all, we started coming up with excuses but called them reasons yeah yet it's not complex is it it's not it's it's quite straightforward i mean we can end the show in the next one minute if you want yeah but uh, you know the holy quran says um uh which is curse be upon those who lie, right? Wow! And that's such a huge thing if you if you just if you just ponder curse over be it. upon those who lie. Yeah, upon the liars. Yeah, right. Gazibin is multi, uh, plural, so li yeah. liars. Um, it's 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 such a such a simple sentence, but there is so much so much that we need to understand about the sentences that. You know, like you, like you guys have been talking about making excuses, and sometimes even in front of the children, they 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 pick up these things, and uh, you know, little do you know, they they will start to, you know, for example, making a joke, mm. okay, or you know, the cat will come and eat your foot. You say that to your children sometimes, or the the dog will bite you, or you know, something to scare them off. It's not going to happen, mm. but. It, what happens is but that in they, reality that's a lie. That's a lie, and then what happens is that they start to, um, you know, imitate the same sort of sentences or same sort of lies in in in, in their everyday life. Like for example, my son, he's four. He goes to nursery, and um, they have this thing in nursery called pretend, pretend, hmm. where they 
Uh, I mean, it's good to, you know, use your imagination when you're, you know, playing or, you know, they they, they have these imaginationary um, spaceships and, you know, they travel from one planet to the other. That's fine. But sometimes when he comes home, uh, he says, um, Zad, uh, to his younger brother, Zad, uh, X, Y and Z is going to happen. Right. And then I tell him, you know, about, what did you just say? Mm. And he said, oh, I'm just playing pretend, pretend. But then I said, but, you know, it's, it's just a lie. Mm. It's not going to happen. Whatever you just said, it's mm. not going to happen. But, oh, Baba, we, you know, we do pretend, pretend in school. I said, look, it's you can pretend to be... Uh, in that moment in, in that time moment for in the time game. for the game. You yeah. can you can go to a different planet in your imagination. You can have imaginary, imaginary friends. You can, you can have like a... You can build a scenario around whatever you're doing with your friends just to have make it more exciting and have more fun obviously you're not going to uh, take the next uh, yeah. you know SpaceX and fly to the moon but when it comes to saying things which are not there things that are not you know that are not going to happen you shouldn't say them and then it's it's difficult to because you know in schools i think it's difficult it's to difficult. create that boundary exactly um and I think it even and then what happens is that we sort of tend to, um, you know, make that part of our life. And then the scary part is that 20, 30 years down the line, it just becomes a normal habit. Hmm. But if you if you look at the original teaching of the Holy Quran, there's a curse on those people who lie. And then sometimes you don't even think, you know, and we just we just repeatedly one after the other. And, you know, they say it's a famous saying that when you say one lie or when you tell yeah. one lie, you have to tell a thousand, a thousand lies. lies. To, hi to hide one lie, you've got to tell a thousand, thousand lies. lies. That's right. and, 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 you know, like the reason why it's becoming so much more easier over the over the years is because, you know, every time uh, people go on YouTube or people go on Netflix, people go on every series that they watch, there's there's like these, um, you know, consistent liars. Right. And they, 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 their whole thing is to sort of just, you know, their their whole life is sort of a lie. Yeah. Like the bubble that they're living in is just all based around the lie. And then what happens is that you start believing into that lie. You know, you tell it so many times that you start believing in the lie, and then you think that that's the reality, which is not the case. And then you can have that. You so can self deception. Have, it's 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 a, it's a big deception. You're not just deceiving yourself. Uh, well, you're not just deceiving other people, you're deceiving yourself. And um, when you're deceiving yourself, then, you know, where is that? Where is that? You know, Quran says, Kulu, Kulun, Salida, that say the right thing, uh, you know, say it, whatever whatever the situation is, you you say it accordingly. You don't, so, you don't just, you don't have to go around um, twists and turns to sort of... The, the society we live in, and you said it earlier as well. You used the words. In in, the, in today's day and age, we talk about how easy is easy it is to lie. Mm -hmm. But that's actually not the... In reality, it might be easy to utter the words which are lies, but we never think of the consequences because the consequences are not easy. Mm. Yet... The I image, mean, that's, the, why, I that's mean, why we're having to... Truth-telling should be more easier than anything else. Yet, 
we we you know me and me and brother Adel, we were talking about uh, this 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 famous film called the two uh, you know a few men two few men or something like that with Jack Nicholson. Sorry, what was it called? I think it was Good Few Men. Good Few Men. That's it. Where Jack Nicholson famously st- sitting in a court, uh, sitting in 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 a witness box, and uh, Tom Cruise asks him, uh, you know. Um, well, few good men, few good few men, good men. Yeah, and, 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 and there's this famous, there's a meme mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he says, "You can't handle the truth." Mm. Yeah, that's actually the reality. Yeah, it's become the reality. It's become the reality that you can't handle the truth, so you might as well lie. Mm. Now, if films, memes, social media, mainstream media, we were talking about politics earlier. And the number of lies that get told. We were talking about churches being burnt in Pakistan. We were talking about yeah. uh, politicians making promises to get votes. You know, we were talking about lying being redefined as alternate truths or alternate facts or being economical with the truth or a small white lie. Blah blah blah. Mm. You know, so many different new words we have brought out mm. to justify to justify a lie. Mm. So it's still a lie. But is it? But but what's the solution here? Should we, should we be talking about the consequences that lies mm. will lead to? Because lying is whether we like it or not. Even starting from the root. Here, the Promised Messiah, the founder of the Amdi Muslim community, um, on whom be peace, has uh, the Promised Messiah mm. said, everybody lies four to five times a day, but we just don't know it. Mm. But if we were to sit, self-reflect, and ponder over how we have spent our day, mm. we will realize, oh my God, because in the worldly world, it's norm. Mm. And he has also said lying is akin to find is it is akin to shirk, mm. which is associating partners with God Almighty. Of course, it is. Explain that. Break that down for me. So. Look, the thing is, taqwa, which is righteousness, righteousness, true righteousness, everything runs around true righteousness, the fear of God. If you have the fear of God, then there is no other fear that is beyond the fear of God. And if you truly fear God, then you won't be worried about anything else because you know that I'm only answerable to God and God is the only... Uh, only being which has the right to question me. Yes, fine. If you if you're a mother, then you have the right to question your child. If you are the boss, you have the right to question your employees. Fine. But in terms of making judgment, only God has the right to judge people and question people, right? And if you in your heart know that the only thing that you need to be afraid of is Allah the Almighty, then there's nothing else that you'll be afraid of, and there's there won't be a reason for you to lie well i'm i'm it's interesting you talk about fear of god mm-hmm. and punishment mm. um i i read this article in in i think it was the the psychology magazine and and they talked one of the reasons why people lie one of the main reasons they they listed a few reasons brother Adil went through a few of them is to avoid punishment or retaliation mm. yet in reality they're walking into retaliation exactly. and punishment. Exactly. But they just don't look at it they don't look from at that, it that perspective. Yeah. yeah. But look, the thing is, a lot of times, uh, the, the society or the, the time that we're living in, you know, a lot of people, that's what 
they're trying to do that they they sort of erasing god out of the equation and when you take god out of the equation then there's nothing left the promised messiah the uh, the holy founder of the amdiya muslim community he says har ek neki ki jad ye ittaka hai gar ye rahi to sab kuch raha hai which means that the, the root, solution the root of the root of every solution is is righteousness is taqwa is the fear of allah right. if this remains then everything else will remain yeah right but if you take fear of god out of the equation then there is nothing to be afraid of there's nothing then and that gives you the confidence that gives you the encouragement that oh look uh, i'm not scared of qiyum mm. i'm not scared of adil i can tell them 50 lies mm. i can tell them 100 lies a day and they will believe me and there's no there's no one to but if there is if there is god in the equation then you'll be like okay i can i can lie to qiyum and adil if i want but god is still watching mm. and god is going to god is going to judge me god is going to punish me god's going to reward me according to my actions so i need to be careful on how i behave with qiyum and adil because i i might be able to fool them but you know allah the almighty is all seeing all hearing all knowing where are we going with this who are you fooling no one but yourself but people in today's day and age who tell the truth they are victim to well who do you think you are narrative like do you think you're right righteous and you know again it comes back to it, it comes back to taqwa yeah and the reason why i'm saying righteousness. this righteousness the reason why i'm saying this is because if if somebody if i tell you who do you think you are mm. right and you think nothing of yourself because you've given every power every greatness to allah the almighty mm. which he deserves right because as humans we have two rights rights of allah and rights of fellow human beings right and as a right of allah it is you know incumbent on us to give every goodness to allah the almighty he's the best he's the all loving he's the so if if in that case somebody tells you who do you think you are i think nobody of myself hmm. and if that's if you think nobody of yourself and you think allah the almighty is the one and i'm nothing then you know that sentence suddenly doesn't mean anything anymore so would you say it would you say this is an accurate statement people of faith people who do believe mm-hmm. people who do tell the truth is partly their fault because they have lost confidence in themselves they're, they're telling the truth yet they're not able to they have i don't know they've become a minority mm. in vocal people mm. where the lie has kind of shouted loud enough to take over mm. the mantle look you can't really blame them i'm not there's, blaming there's, there's two, i'm not blaming there's them, different types of personalities yeah. look there's different types of personalities there's one where he says look my my whole matter is is between me and god mm. so if anyone else wants to do whatever they want it's up to them it's their choice the teachings are there he he knows the teachings so do i i choose to believe in them i choose to follow them he doesn't it's between him and god i'm not going to judge him i'm not going to tell him i'm not even going to bother that's you know scenario 1 mm. scenario 2 is those people who who feel like oh you know what you know i need to help this person mm. i ha- i need to help this individual yes he knows the teachings the yeah, i know the teachings as well he's understood them but over time he's maybe drifted away or uh you know he's become lazy or uh you know khuliqal insan zayif human humans are we, we've been made weak yeah. you know one we, point we all have other, shortcomings we we all fall short right? right so then he would sort of stand up and be like look 
brother, I've seen this. But how long can you keep on saying exactly that we are falling short? How I, long we can say that? In a, in a sitting, in a in a meeting with His Holiness, Azimuz Amasrur Ahmed, may Allah be pleased with him. I, I I asked a similar type of question because I had a friend at that time who who was asking me scary questions, mm. and I was still in 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 Jami at that time, and I was still going through which my, is the University of Theology. Yeah, so I was still going through my uh, studies. And obviously, as a student, you don't know everything, of right? Of course. So then he would, every weekend, I would spend hours and hours and hours. You know, I would spend the time that I would really want to spend with my family, with my with my mom and dad, because, you know, you only get that one day of the week where of you course. come home and then you, you know, sort of have to go back to uh, school again. But then every time he would ask me a question, I would go, you know, I would spend like a whole week Apart from my studies, going to different teachers, different scholars, saying, okay, what's the answer to this? What's the answer? And I would like dig into sort of finding the solutions or finding the answers to his questions. And on the weekend, I would just go and see him, spend like six, seven hours with him, sometimes in Wimbledon, sometimes, you know, here and there, uh, sometimes in the park, just sitting down with the Quran open and just, you know, answering his questions. But then there was a point where I was like, look, this is not going anywhere. So in a, in a, in a meeting with His Holiness, I, I sort of... Uh, mentioned this whole narrative and I said, you know, Hazur, this is the situation where I'm in. It's not going anywhere. Um, what do I do? And then he said this very beautiful thing to me. He said, he asked me, he said, what's the verse in the Holy Quran uh, where the Allah tells, tells the Holy Prophet Sallallahu that your job is just to keep reminding. And then suddenly, you know, you know, sometimes you, things just click. click. I said, oh, Hazur, fazakir. Fazakir namanta muzakir. And he said, exactly. Translate that for the listener. That your job, so basically one, there was a time in the life of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where um, the Holy Prophet was very upset. Peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And he, he, he was crying and, uh, you know, he had this communion with Allah and he said, you know, what's the matter? He said, look, I'm trying, I'm trying. Nobody listens to me. Nobody wants to follow me. You know, what do I do? And Allah said, fazakir. That your job, your duty is just to keep reminding. Whatever they do, it's it's between me and them. them. Wow. But your duty is to, is to make sure that you keep on doing fazakir, fazakir, fazakir. You keep on reminding them, reminding them, reminding them. Whatever happens. And after, not judge. Not judge. Because that's what today is happening, isn't that's, it? Yeah. Because, ah, yeah, you judge straight away. Hmm. Even if somebody buys a new car, yeah. oh, he's got so much money. Yeah. Relax. Like, let the guy, if well, God has blessed him with the new car. If they've worked it, if, let, them, yeah, let exactly, them live it. Let them live it. And a lot of times you get that, uh, you know, it's like pity things. Like things that... But that's we, the problem in today's study, isn't it? You know, look. That's what you that's, know, one of the, one of the being, reasons when I read this... We're being designed like that. We are. But listen to this. One of the top reasons why people lie... For pleasure. When I read that, I thought, what? Yeah. For pleasure. People actually get a sort of pleasure and a joy out of lying and manipulating people. What in God's name is going on here? Mm. Why this design? Ah, but look, everything is... Look, I don't know if I can even say this, but these days, everything is... Is, is being designed in in a way that people are being taken away from God. 
Well, you can't say that because if that's the, the whole, that's aim, the truth, the whole then you can't say that. Is is to take people away from God because, Prophet said, everything everything is based around taqwa, which is righteousness. And if you take righteousness and the the God equation out, there's nothing left behind. Then you can get people to do whatever the hell they want, right? And you can see that today. You have uh, you have lobbies. You have uh, you know agendas and and and. They're, they've become much more easier to achieve because people are the fear of God is no longer in in people, uh, and I'm not just talking about Islam or Christianity. That in every across religion the across the yeah. board, those people, those righteous Christian people, those righteous Jewish people, or Hindus who truly and honestly fear God, and they have this um, they have this understanding. And believe in God, even they are they are fighting the same war that we're trying to fight right now, which is to sort of bring righteousness back into the game. Yes, there may be there may be a theolog- theological differences in, in 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 whatever their teachings are and what we believe in. Fine, but those people who fear Allah or who still believe in Allah are are still in a better condition or situation than those who sort of uh, you know completely. Uh, you know, are against the word of God and you know believe in science or whatever. But even science and stuff that only comes through what Allah Taala puts in yeah. your mind. From from a personal experience, again, this happened a couple of years ago. We were having this discussion, friends, and we were talking about business. Yeah. And a friend of mine said, "Well," and we were talking about lying. And the the topic came like, "How would you ever make money in business if you didn't lie?" And I said, "Well, of course it's possible." Most of the people, to my surprise, in that room hmm. were like, of course it's not possible. And and I was surprised. I mean, most of these guys were a lot younger than me. and But but I was kind of shocked that it was a norm that people will be... Ma- and when I said th- that what they are doing is lying, they said, well, no, you're, that's too... The word they used was, that's just too strong of a word. So can I ask, what was their religious affiliation? Uh, they were from different schools of thoughts. And um, we're talking about non-believers as well, without yes. without faith. Okay. Yep. So I, I have a... But they started measuring the word lie. <laughs> mm. Exactly. And it goes back to what I said in the beginning. It's, yeah. it's, it's being analysed, overanalyzed. Yeah. Right? But I have a question. Yeah, I think we should listen to him carefully. He's had his coffee. Yeah, I know. He's had his biscuit. I notice. Know. And now he's back on That's fire. It. So yeah. no interruption. I've got some sugar in If anybody now, wants so. to complain about Adil having a coffee, please do. But, but he did offer. Straight to Adil. He did offer. He did offer. That's the first thing he said. Do you want a coffee? And, you know, let him Go enjoy. for it, brother Adil. So the... I think it's uh, in my business we talk about outcomes. Hmm. Okay, so sorry, what's what your business? What do you do? Sir? IT. Um, IT, right? Yeah, all right. Let's not get too informed. We're live on radio. <laughs> I'm, an entri- <laughs> I'm an enterprise architect. So, <laughs> okay, oh, um, I love that. You talk know, about it's like my window cleaner calls himself the vision technician. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you again? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's go back to my vision technician. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you finished? I'm sorry, apologies. I've got to have a laugh. It's Saturday morning. I'm sure (laughs) you sound like you had the coffee. (laughs) 
Okay. The, anyway, the, the thing is, Imam Sabi, he's been think, <laughs> thinking about that joke for the whole week. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Yes. I just had the right time to crack it. Exactly. <laughs> it's about time. I've got to get it it's in. It's about time and place. Okay. Anyway, good. The the so where the the work I do, it's about outcomes. Mm-hmm. It's not about the technology. It's not about how well you're going to develop an app for me. Mm-hmm. It's about what am I going to get at the end of it. So, mm-hmm. for me, when I look at this, and we we talk about it from a religious perspective, but when we, I think let's peel the layer of religion off mm-hmm. this right. and look at it. For those who are of no faith, how should they be viewing this? How should they be seeing this? Because Christianity, you always have an anchor. You always have your faith, mm-hmm. right? Where it says, "Thou shalt not lie." Islam is exactly the same thing. But for those that have no faith and they claim to have a moral standing in society, mm. what is their anchor? Mm. What is the outcome for them? Why should they even be telling the truth in the first place? Mm. So for me is, and I want to know your perspective on that, and how should they be viewing this if they are of the ilk that, look, you know, there is no consequence, so I can do whatever I want. Well, what's what's the anchor that's holding them back mm. to tell the truth? I'd, I'd love to know your perspective and your I discussions mean, look, that you've had. The, the thing is, and I think Brother Kunum is going to agree, those people who, who, who follow some sort of religion, they have some sort of guideline, some sort of... There is teaching. a moral compass. There, you know, there is some sort of, uh, what do you call it, a regulation book. Mm. You know, you work in IT, you have... Mm. There's things that you can do with the computer, with the machine, and there's, there's certain mm. things that mm. you don't. But you have to have that catalogue, right? There yeah. are rules you and regulations rule. you that you book. adhere to. Mm-hmm. You have a rule book. but Exactly. But for, for somebody who's... So for those people who have that rule book, well and good, and when I'm not saying that everyone who has the rule book, they're 100% apply or follow the rules. But now imagine those people who don't even have the rule book. What are they going to follow? They are open to anything. And it's they, there's a higher possibility that those people who don't have the rule book or the rules or the religion or whatever you want to name it, you know, there's a higher percentage of them, you know, doing the wrong thing. There might be people who, who just out of being human beings, you know, there's that, there's, I always say there's like a, an extra sense that God has given us that every time you are about to do something wrong or you've done something wrong, there's some sort of thing in your heart that tells you yeah. you've done wrong and every human mm. being yeah. has that. Uh, there's no denial in that, right? But those and back to those people who don't have the book, even though they don't have the book or they don't have the teachings, when they do something wrong, they, they do feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's how much you want to tell yourself or how much you want to be in denial right? self-deception mm-hmm. that's what we started with so no? if you if, if you if you know that i mean everyone knows so once you know that you've done something wrong mm-hmm. whether that's a lie or you've you've tricked somebody into doing something or whatever you want to name it right you know you've done something wrong and whether the next thing is whether you accept that or you don't and a lot of people don't they they're in denial they they they're so much in denial that it becomes a habit it becomes a, a you know a part a part of their lifestyle yeah. and then obviously when they they have children they have family they have friends that they hang around with and you know like 
it, it just move it just goes on and on and yeah. on and you sort I, of you sort of spread that yeah disease i would i would I'd rather say and that's exactly where i wanted to get this where this conversation to go because it was not it's not just about the individual saying you know you need to n- not tell a lie be truthful because even though if they don't have a faith mm-hmm. there is a consequences wider as you started to mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm. it's like a disease mm-hmm. that starts to spread, spread yeah. to your family to the community uh, wider community distrust starts to spread and those are the consequences that we need to be aware of and i think that is that is something that is quite important mm. uh, which we don't see in our day-to-day lives right yeah. we only see it in our own sphere personally when we talk about light you talk about it personally like you were talking mm. about in your business mm. in the community that you're in they're talking about it individually but then it starts to spread because if they start doing dodgy deals for example with their suppliers or their vendors it starts to spread and then you think it's right mm. to me to quote 50% above and beyond what's already in the market just uh, you know what i want to get a bit more money mm. so i think those are the things that start to then corrupt society in general and then you start to talk about corrupt nations right and then we go back to what um um the second caliph of of the hamdi muslim community hazrat mirza bashir al mahmud ahmed may allah be pleased with him has said you know um and you'll have to help me mom sab mm-hmm. there's a famous quote that he said that the um uh, if a nation has to change itself it's changed by its youth and I, i don't know the exact nations quote nations cannot be reformed without the reformation of the youth of the youth itself yeah. so if your foundations are solid then you you know that your building is going to stand tall but if mm. you don't have that foundation and you have this um Uh, the bombarded with you know how do i make that decision it's a lie but you know i can probably squeeze yeah, mm. something out of it because for my own gain for the short term but then it starts to corrupt everything across mm. the board so yeah. i think everything has consequences in that respect which we shouldn't forget whether you have a faith or you you don't have a faith i mean kind of building on what brother adil said at the moment we got to a point where the financial gain the maximization of the financial gain which is the bottom line at any cost and that any cost is lying is it not i mean keeping it as simple as possible mm. let's look at marketing let's look at politics let's look at a- any sphere even in in the, some of the challenges that we are facing in today's day and age if we were to look at it today within the western world we talk of um we we were talking of uh, uh, uh of transgender issues mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i know it's it's a very controversial topic it's something we will come to at later on but even that we've got to a point where we are denying mm-hmm. we are lying about facts mm. yeah yet we are allow- and people in power are allowing it to Happen. become a norm We are confusing. I mean, going back to what Brother Adil said, so true. What the second caliph of the Amdi Muslim community has said, "Mizab Shirdi Mamoun Ahmed, may Allah have mercy on his soul." He said, "If we are corrupting our youth, then nations will will burn. Hmm. Nations will fall." It's called hypernormalization. Define that. So basically, what happens is that you and you know now nowadays is much more easier because you got social media and. you know you got these platforms where people are on you know uh, even for 
let's say uh, an hour a day, right? You got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got Facebook, and you got tons of more YouTube and you know. this and that. Yeah. And then what? Ha- what hypernormalization is basically is that you something, anything, you it can be hidden for some time, and it may not be in the light. Uh, people be doing it, you know, behind closed doors. People be hiding it. People, you know, don't want to expose themselves that they are the ones doing it. Whatever it may be. Um, but then what happens is that it gets it gets so much hype on these on these platforms, or in general through the news, through the media, uh, you know, so much so that governments are like now sitting on it and discussing it. Like that's how much they hype things mm. that suddenly when it's hyped for a month or two months two months it it becomes a normal thing so those people who were back then hiding and doing it in privacy or doing it behind closed doors are now openly because it's been it's everyone knows about it now it's it's so open now in the world that people then become you know courageous enough to sort of just do it out in the open and that's what hypernormalization is and you know whatever and you know even this um instagram didn't just didn't just explode in one day mm. one day you know a gentleman made instagram and the next day the whole world was on it no it was it was like it, the way it's it was done a gradual process. it's a gradual process but it's called hypernormalization and they uh, there's there's a whole documentary on youtube mm. <laughs> on hypernormalization <laughs> if you if anyone has the chance to there you go. to sort of go and watch it but then you know that documentary talks about the, the you know 30 40 years ago on how we how we have sort of come They've where we are today human behavior over the over the years yeah. i mean from the time of the gulf crisis mm-hmm. to Trump buying the you know give Trump giving the new, state of New York a loan of you know a couple of million um then later sort of Trump becoming the president of the United States of America is connecting the dots it's all over like decades i mean look you can do the math yourself once yeah. you watch it but hypernormalization it basically is to hype something so much that it it just becomes a normal thing normal thing and you know these transgender issues or LGBTQ or um same sex marriage uh, whatever you name it it's 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 you know all of this it was you know I, I remember somebody somebody telling me that uh 30 40 years ago if you were in a pub and somebody cursed your mother the guy may not have even retaliated mm. but if you had called him gay or a lesbian or called his mother gay or lesbian then he would have beating the hell out beating the crap out of the person and now it's it's completely like the opposite right that's something that was so uh, it was it was people used to feel disgust of 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 that but then the media hyping it so much it going to like government level changes deci- the mindset you know the dec- decision being made whether it should mm. be legal or illegal you know when it goes up to that extent then it becomes a normal thing and that's when people find the courage the the sort of sort of step out and do things in the open because it's become a normal thing now it's and then what happens is that where the desi- it's designed in a way that 
like people like us now, whether we like it, whether we do it or we don't do it, whether we hate it, there's nothing that we can really do about it. And so, so much so, 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 so much so that sometimes you can't even talk about it in 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 in, in you, you can't even like sort of address it to to those people because they'll be like oh no it's my it's my human right it's my constitutional rights you know the government's given them a, a sort of a, a go ahead so it's not a natural progressive society it's a a society by design effectively yeah you know that but when you if it's natural then they might still be an element of ethics morals values which are norms to most people mm-hmm whereas by design you have the option to eliminate or to omit mm. ethics morals and values yeah because it's by design and whoever the designer is can choose to do what they want to yeah. do and they can create their own narrative mm. to throw out there now we've talked about we we we've spoken so many you know that we've looked at the negative aspects of it mm-hmm. what are the solutions well what you know Uh, there, there is an incident. I, um, I remember we 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 discussed this in another show about somebody coming to the Holy Prophet. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. Um, please, if you just go ahead. No, no. Um, it would be good to hear from Look, from yourself. Th- there was a there was a person, a companion of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi and he made the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And he said, "Look, I want to I want to get rid of all my." Sins, bad habits yeah, yeah bad habits i want to i want to become a good person can you can you tell me one thing that i could do that i could sort of get rid of all my uh you know bad habits and you know Your shortcomings just 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 become a better person and the the only solution or the only answer that the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam made the peace and blessings of allah be upon him gave to that person is that he should stop lying right when you stop lying then you automatically build on the fear of allah right so now imagine person 1 again scenario 1 there's a there's a person who allah is not in his equation and he he does whatever he wants because he doesn't fear anyone he only fears the situation or his bosses or his superiors or his mom and dad or that's it but there's no fear of allah and the 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 people that he does fear is the people that he can fool he can trick But if you have the fear of Allah, scenario number two, and you you um, you you fear nobody except Allah, then every time you are about to do something, it will be based on righteousness because you will think God is watching, God is God is all knowing, God is gonna punish me, uh, and that's why I have to be straightforward, gulu kalan sadida, and I have to tell tell the truth, and I I I just need to be uh, you know. honest and truthful about whatever the situation is and then when you ha- when you reach that level like the holy prophet sallallahu stop lying then automatically you know when you come home late your wife asks you where you were you would just be honest i was at work i finished late x y and z but then if you if you just say uh um my car broke down <laughs> i don't mm. know <laughs> you make anything up my car broke down Uh, okay then who fixed it and then you say the next like oh yeah i had to call x y and z down they came with the 
with the <coughs> kit and they open and they fixed it. Okay, how much did it charge you? And then you have to tell another lie. Oh yeah, it charged me fifty pounds, but because they're friends, they only charge me twenty. Oh twenty, that's too much. They're your friends. They shouldn't have charged. Then you start defending your friends, and then it goes on and on and on. Like we said before, when you tell one lie, you have to sort of tell a thousand lies to sort of cover the first lie that you you know sort of told. But if you're just completely honest. And sometimes I have this conversation with some of my friends. Is like, you know, you know, how do you convince your wife to, you know, sort of leave the sleigh or well, look, just be honest. I have to go and see some of my friends, or I have to go back to work, or I have to go to the radio, or I have to whatever, whatever the situation is. I want to go play football. Just say it. Just say it. Just be honest. And like just last week, Thursdays, um, I I'm off from work. So for example, on Thursday. Brother I, had a, I had a chat with my wife on Tuesday. <laughs> I said, "Oh, there's 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 football on Wednesday night." When she said, "Oh, you have uh, you have badminton on Thursday," yeah. I said, "Okay, um, I do, but I'll just skip badminton." And she'd be like, uh, "Are you sure?" Because she knows that I I don't even on my day off I don't skip badminton. So she's like, "Okay, you have a choice. You either go football today or badminton tomorrow." I said, "Look, I go football today." <laughs> See, bad. You see, and then the you're, next day, you're the, young. The next day, you young people. The man. next day, um, uh, Basel. Uh, I mean, the guy who organizes. Oh, there we go. Basel, he just put you. He, he <laughs> threw you under. The, he just threw you under the bus, Basel, here, brother. He contacted me and he said, "Look, uh, do you want to play?" I said, "Look, I can't." I've got some commitments and I I just can't. Uh, I've, got, I've got I'll some commitments. Story. I love that. Yeah, the permission slip has been revoked. In my days, it would have been Anne, <laughs> and that's why I was chuckling. We right? gave. We we in my we gave. I'm going to play snooker, but you went yesterday, and <laughs> like no, I'll I'll the, the, the go, no sorry. Look, we're coming up to the hour. I don't want to go down this route because it will. <laughs> Look, just be honest. It will have consequences. Whether, have consequences. whether, you're, whether your and has consequences or not, just be honest. Yeah. That's, well, the that's the point, though, isn't it? That's the point. Like, yeah. if you're honest to. Uh, every level of society, whether that's your children, your wife, your co-workers, your co-presenters, just be honest. Like yeah. I wasn't on time this morning, and I was completely honest about it. And then, you know, rather than being told off, I was being asked whether I'm, <laughs> whether everything was okay. But if I had told the, you know, because oh, I'm trying the, to catch yeah. the bus, so I'm here. Because I'm that's late. what Islam teaches. I, I would have had to tell even more and more and more, and just I would have just. You know, you just keep digging that hole further and further, and the more you dig in and the more you get in, it's harder to become harder to come out at the end. So just be honest, be be honest, have faith of God, faith in God, believe. You know, just just know that whenever whatever you're doing, whenever you're doing something, Allah is the one who's watching, even when you think nobody's watching, and Allah Taala, you know, it's it's going in your books, and your re- record needs to be clean, and to be able to keep a clean record, you need to make sure that you have fear of Allah, and just be honest, uh, even even when it's the most difficult <coughs> thing to do, just be honest. And on on that note, um, I want to finish off with a saying of the Promised Messiah, where the Promised Messiah, on whom be peace, said. Whatever turns one away from the direction of truthfulness and leads one away from truthfulness is an idol for you. Always speak the truth regardless of whether that statement will go against one's father, brother or friend. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayoon, Brother Adil and Imam Faiz. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to go on to... Brother Adil's favorite topic, which is the World Cup.
football. So do stay tuned. We'll be right back. of Islam radio use your senses to find God God must be found use your ears to hear his sound look up look down the sky the ground look left look right look all around God is with us wherever we look he gave us the answers in the perfect book so recite in the name of thy Lord who created for your obedience, he has patiently waited. See, God is with you everywhere. The bed, the stairs, the floor, the chair. Don't be disobedient. Please take care. He hears and sees all. Don't forget he's there. So next time you think about committing sin, just remember you're letting the devil in. This life is not just about worldly pleasure. The hereafter is where you'll find real treasure. So use your senses and use your sense. Ignorance is not a valid defense. to the Voice of Islam Radio. A new station, The Voice of Islam, with live discussions, religion and culture. Understand the true teachings of Islam with The Voice of Islam. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kiyun, Brother Adil and Imam Faiz. Last 10 minutes of the show. Sports! So, Brother Adil, how's Formula One? Formula One is starting again in, uh, in about a week, week and a half's time. We're stopping. Where he's is gone. I mean, he's he's taken the title this year. I mean, it's just... Where is it taking place? It's it's 
the Hungary, I think. Okay. He says. Yeah, it is. Belgium, I think. Belgium, oh, yes, America. Is it done? Oh, sorry. Belgium was done. Um, uh, it's now. Brother uh, Adils uh, broke, <laughs> broke into a different lingo. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> That, uh, he he broke into. I think that's done. Is what he said. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not coming up now. So Wi-Fi is so fantastic. Yeah, Belgium was done. It's uh, Dutch, so it's in Netherlands, which is uh, Verstappen's hometown. So I expect him to win again. Um, having said that, the teams have started to uh, improve themselves, uh, especially Mercedes. Yeah, they have. There's some of the changes I, I, they've I, made. I, I, I'm I'm kind of worried. Do you think a um, man is is done? No Verstappen. What's uh, his name? I mean, uh, Lewis. Lewis. I think he's. Uh, is he going to get the eighth? Is he um, going to get it? The eighth. Um, I think the uh, the contract's going to be extended by another two years, and they're hoping that. Uh, he I hope will he goes to Ferrari. He won't. He's going to retire after that. He doesn't want to tarnish his reputation by going to Ferrari. Why would he want to do that? Ferrari, the best. No, they're not. Of course, of course they're not. They're not. <laughs> when was the last time they uh, won a title? They've won the most. They've won it the most times. How many times have they won it? Uh, 26 times. And what era was that? Let huh? me just check What that. era was it that? It doesn't matter, actually. Yeah, it does. It makes it a huge difference. No, it doesn't. Um, we're in an era of, obviously, Red Bull are just taking it by storm, and we have to just swallow a very bitter pill. I say we. We're talking about Mercedes. Um, but other teams are coming up. We're talking about um, a McLaren. Mm. Amazing job. I mean, Lando is, is in another world now. I mean, this is great to see another Brit up there. But we'll answer your question with Lewis. It's getting tougher. If they don't make improvements by the end of this year... Was it 16 or 26? 15. 15. Oh, God, was it close? 26. I was close. I was going to burst coming. into another different lingo, but, you know, Go do for it, it after the show. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. It's fine. <laughs> There you go. Somebody's on my side today. Um, so, and that's, uh, and again, for, for again, it's going to kick off the, the second part of the, the season. So we're looking forward to it. See how it evolves. I'm hoping that by the end of the season, if Mercedes get closer from a construction perspective, you know, we've got a chance next year. Also, Lewis is number four in the rankings. So I think he could potentially get very close to um, Checo for number two. Moving on to football, uh, uh, Imam Faiz, are you a fo- you're a football person? Any what team do you support? Look, the, the, <laughs> no, I'm talking I, Premier I, League. I'm talking Premier League. No, no, before no. we get to let the, me let me just clarify a few things before we start this topic. So I love football. I play football every week, uh, sometimes even twice a week. But when it comes to results mm. or matches, you don't go clear. I'm so clueless. Let me move swiftly on to Brother Adil. <laughs> and Brother you, Adil, the team you, that you, I support is in Spain. Oh, okay. So I'm a Barcelona which, fan. You're a Barcelona, you're a Barcelona yeah. fan. Okay. okay. And right. Brother Adil is making facial gestures, which I cannot explain because words I'm very quickly looking at what Watford did. Wor- <laughs> <laughs> words haven't been created to explain those gestures. Yes. I'm looking but, at what Watford did. But doing. you wanted to talk about the Lionesses um, and the World Cup final. Come what's your what's your take on it? So, with me, I'm sort of um, I don't really follow leagues. Okay, mm. uh, I only follow Watford because that's my my hometown, and <laughs> they're doing used not to be. so well. They're used in, to be a hometown. Used to be my hometown, but mm. still, I still got my roots there. I played in your Watford uh, training ground, Vicarage Road. Was mm. it Vicarage Road? Mm. Okay, so amazing field. So I follow them sort of 
but from a from a purist football perspective, I don't really follow any team. Mm. Uh, internationally, yes, you get excited when England are playing, for example. So mm, yes. follow them through the football. I think exactly yeah, what most people do. And I guess what we're talking about is is the the women's uh, football where they're now in the final. To be honest, have I followed them? Have I looked at their games? Have I watched their games? No, I haven't. Quick question: I've do seen. You, do you some... think it's coming home? Do you think it'll come home? Against Spain. I mean, Spain are going in. This is They're the first as well. final as well, right? This is the first final for them. Oh. As well, I believe. So so I think... Don't even look at me because I think, if I was to say something, and I, and you know, and and, I, and just for the benefit of the listener, I think you've you've figured out uh, as well. I'm not a... I don't follow it. I don't watch it. I I don't... I'm not a fan. Don't so do, don't do any hence why Hence why I... You're I not making any to, friends uh, I, I, over this side. Yeah. Why? It's a personal choice. So, I'm not... I, I, you know, I think a men's game and a women's game is a different game. It's a personal choice. And my choice is... I, I mean, even men's choice, I'm more... It's an international game. I like the World Cup, the European Cup and whatnot. I think there's an element of excitement there. But, yeah. Um, so in terms of coming back, yeah. uh, football coming back, mm-hmm. uh, I, I look at it... Um, last time we won as a nation was 1966. It would mm. be nice. It'd be great. No, but the, have... uh, uh, I think the women uh, have won the World Cup before. No, not no. England. Was it the Euro Cup then? That was European. No, Cup. European Cup. Yeah, yeah. they have been okay. European champions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To last year, no? Yes. Yeah, it was last year because uh, that year we won won the cricket World Cup. The uh, that was last year. The ladies uh, <coughs> European Cup, I think. And there was one more trophy that England got. I just can't remember now. Okay. So, but this was all women's sports. No, no, no. Cricket was men. Yeah. Football okay. was women. And there was one more thing, but I can't remember. I think it was the T Twenty, which is cricket. Which is cricket, and then obviously the World Cup cricket, which is fifty-fifty. Yep. And then, so United States, Norway, then U.S., then Germany, Germany, Japan, U.S., U.S. So it was predominantly. Um, the United States that were the winners mm-hmm. for many many years. Right, right. Um, England came third place um, back in 2015, but you know this is a rise for. So these are two new nations yeah, yeah. coming into the final. It's going to be really. Who's the final between Spain and? Um, oh, okay, and Spain. England. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, to game. see what it is. Um, you know what the result's going to be. Whether it comes home, I think we've got a good chance mm. uh, for it to happen. Uh, be nice. Be good. Get all the good best news. to the England team. Yeah, all the best. I think yeah. it's on Sunday. So, um, so yeah. Go lionesses. Yeah, go for it. It's coming home. Yes. Come on, England. It is. Kayum <laughs> <laughs> is just screwing me around. I really wanted uh, our uh, our somebody from the women's auxiliary organization or anybody to actually call in and provide their insights into this because I, I would love to hear know, from you. Oh two oh eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. Got two minutes, so you please know, do call in if you can. But. Um, so, any any other sporting sporting news? Uh, are we doing the Olympics? Uh, no, so the sorry, the Commonwealth Games. I think Australia had pulled out. Uh, is are we are we doing this? Is this? I have no UK? idea. So we're going to move on. Brother Fies, the annual convention mm-hmm. in Germany is coming up. Yep, in two weeks. Yep, first, second, so and third another September. spiritual event. Yep, happening in another part of Europe. Yep. In Germany, it's hundred years of uh, Germany celebrating. Um, is celebrating the right word? Mm, yes, they're celebrating hundred years mm-hmm. um, of um, the community. The in community Germany. being established in Germany, yep. and they're expecting forty thousand plus people as well. Uh, they are preparing for about 
60 to 70,000. Wow. Uh, they're probably going to, you know, bypass our attendance here in the UK. So they, they're they planning for a huge, huge uh, convention. Well, it's happening they in Stuttgart. Moved, yeah, so they moved on from Karlsruhe to Stuttgart, yeah. uh, which is a three-minute walk from the airport. It is. So imagine how, and there's like nine... Uh, nine massive messy halls, um, which are like the the main one. The big one is maybe twice the size as the Karlsruhe's one. So um, yeah, I'll be traveling there soon as well because MT Africa is doing a broadcast. Awesome! I'm hoping to see you there. I know Brother Raza will be there as well. Inshallah. Um, when we will, he's on his way. We will, he's on his way there already. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you to all of you um, listening. Thank you to Brother Adil. Thank you to Imam Faiz. Um, for joining us today and uh, the topic we spoke about today is why lie um, please forgive any shortcomings on our part please remember us in your prayers have a fantastic weekend until we meet again may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all